0: Welcome Walnut, I'm Lara but you can call me Laz, your host for Walnut Wednesday. This is your reminder to be brave, be yourself and know that you can make the world a better place just by what you decide today. Here I'm going to share my weekly Walnuttings with you on a Wednesday. welcome to another episode of Walnut Wednesday. Today has been a little bit of a roller coaster, but we're finally here and I have my friend Sabrina on the podcast. Hello. Hello. So Hello. happy to be here. <laughs> Me too, finally. Um, so Sabrina is a mindset and business coach whose mission is to hold space for women to activate their authentic power to feel free, divinely connected, and guided in passion how delicious. Sabrina, please introduce yourself and tell us all about you.
1: Hi, hi. So I'm so happy to be here on the Walnut Wednesday podcast and to just talk more to you, Laura. So um, yay. So I am a new full-time entrepreneur. I've been in business for Almost about two years right now, and it has been a roller coaster of ama- amazingness. Um, I'm a mindset and business coach, and just recently quit my full time job as a high school teacher. So nice. I'm full time, and it's really, really fun and a roller coaster. Um, I live in Washington State, um, US. And I really am just holding space for women to activate their authentic power, like you said. And really, by doing that, <laughs> being my authentic self. So, living freely, figuring out how I work best, um, really diving into my manifesto, human design, and I'm just leading from the space of authenticity and realness and helping people discover their sole purpose in life. And that has been truly, truly unlocking some amazing like this in me. And I feel like so connected with the universe and my purpose right now. Um, also, I'm pregnant with my first child. So that's been so fun. <laughs> and I feel like that's really been transformational and just me connecting to another part of myself. And I'm helping women do the same. And it's been so, so like incredible and just such an honor to lead in this way and to trust that there's so much more out there for us. And that's my whole mission is to help inspire people to know that there's more out there. There's more out there for them. They don't have to settle for less and like go after your dreams, like seriously. And you never know what's around the corner for you.
0: Wow, I love that, and I totally resonate with this, and um, what I've been doing a little bit lately is just um, following the little, I heard someone say that I can't remember where, just the little breadcrumbs, the next, the little next steps, and just following those, and keeping on going, Um, but for you, Sabrina, I feel like you have walnutted big time by quitting your job, so I would love to hear a little bit more about that, and were there trials and tribulations with that, and
1: Um, can we go into that a little bit more? Yeah, for sure. So I was, I like from my freshman year of high school, I wanted to be a teacher and I like knew that and I never changed my mind. (laughs) You know, people always have like these ups and downs, like what do I want to do with my life? I like really knew. I knew I wanted to be a high school English and drama teacher and I went to school for that. I um, got a job right out of college that was pretty perfect Um, exactly what I wanted to do and gave me a lot of freedom to kind of explore and be creative in that area, which I'm so blessed with. I definitely helped me expand as a person. Um, And I love, love, love working with high school students and especially theater students who are just the craziest, most amazing outcasts of them all. And I love them so much. (laughs) Um, But I knew like about three years in that like, I was I was kind of plateauing. I had done a lot of really awesome creative work there and built a lot in a short amount of time, but I was still like, there's something more. Like I just had this nagging at me and I didn't know what it was. I started like researching a ton of other jobs, like some within theater. I was like, maybe I still want to do theater, but not necessarily teach. And I was just like searching. I was really searching. And then I stumbled on a fitness program that was on through Facebook with a coach And it was kind of a whirlwind from there. I just got caught up in this online business world and this idea of being an entrepreneur and working for yourself and creating your own schedule and living freely every day. And it was so, so magical and like next level for me. I had no idea this was a thing. Um, And at first, I didn't trust myself to be a coach. I was like, I'll be a blogger. But then that's... (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, oh crap, I don't like blogging. (laughs) I like (laughs) social media and I liked like connecting with people. So that was kind of like the beginning of my, my first thing. I started a Facebook group. I I hired a business coach, not knowing what I was going to do, but I was like, help me figure it out. And it was, it was a crazy ride. And like soon into that, I was like, I want to quit my job. And that was scary. Just that realization, because it was almost like I was like not killing a dream, but it was almost like I was like mourning this dream that I had I had manifested I had made it come true it had become so real in my life but it wasn't what I wanted anymore even though I was so good at it my t- my students loved me i was I was succeeding i, I you know breakthroughs upon breakthroughs were happening I just wasn't being fulfilled by it and I think that was a hard thing to swallow because you're so when you're so good at one thing you're like, well, shouldn't I be doing that? That's what I'm good at. Um, but I wanted more. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. um, so I decided to quit my job in 2020. And I, it was February of this year that I put my resignation in. And then, you know, March happened, which the whole world wouldn't shut down Mm -hmm. uh, mid-March, right after my birthday, actually. (laughs) And um, I was given the opportunity to work from home on my nine to five, but also have more time for my business. So it was kind of like a cool transition and the it's like the world and life was saying hey here's your chance like (laughs) right away you made the decision so here's your chance to work from home and see how it is and i loved it it was crazy it was weird at first but i'm loving it and i got pregnant in april it just kind of happened all one thing after another and i was like okay universe this is exactly where i'm supposed to be And at first I was like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. I'm not going back to school, especially now it's September. I was like, it feels weird not doing a musical right now and things like that. But I also feel like I'm incredibly called to live above the norm and do things out of the box. And I'm not meant to be understood, not meant to be like, um, just fit in. (laughs) I never feel like I never felt like I fit in. And now I know why. It's, it's because I'm meant to be a leader of women and show people what's possible. And so it's been a crazy ride. It was a crazy ride. And I, you know, just had my last paycheck. I'm no longer on the paychecks thing. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is real. This is life. This is happening. And it's beautiful. <laughs> I I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's the most incredible experience ever.
0: Oh, I love this story so much, Sabrina. And I, um, I was talking about this earlier where it's like we kind of build up in our heads, the thing to yeah. me us so scared of the thing because it's just snowballed so big. And I liked how you sort of touched on the fact that um, you, you knew that you were meant for more and it's okay to be happy with what you have. You were good at your, your, um, your job in theater and things like, and teaching and things like that. But um wanting more is okay, and you can still be grateful and want more at the same time. I just love it so much. I'm also an ex-theatre kid myself, so I think that's- you are? So-
1: Oh my god, yay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I kind of, nerds unite. <laughs> yeah, similar to you, I like didn't know what I wanted to do after high school, and I was like, ah, and um, the only things I enjoyed were sort of like, you know, photography, drama, all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. So I, yeah, I have a degree in, in
1: theater and film. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I, I just, I got my master's in theater, so that's amazing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank We're already salsasies. So <laughs> I love it. I still want to be a part of it somehow in the future. I'm not sure how that's going to look, but it's always gonna be a part of my life. Like it literally lights me up. It's um it's just it's not what I wanted to teach anymore. Mm. And I think that's okay.
0: <laughs> well, and I think theater comes into forms of everyday life all the time,
1: right? Like mm-hmm. we're always
0: wearing different hats for different situations. Like we have a corporate hat, we have a friend hat, we have a family hat. It's all like links to the same person yeah. that wears the hats, but we have different faces for different things as well. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think t- theater th- taught me so much about empathy mm-hmm. and working with others and leading others man- and managing a team and things like that. Things that I'm still going to use in my business, things that are still very, very important to learn as a human being. I think anyone should take a theater class at some time in their life and just experience that amazing wonder that is just that the creative art form of being someone else but and feeling other feelings. But really connecting it back to you and your own experience. So I'm so honored (laughs) that I was able to do that and that I built something in a school that didn't have it when I got there. I didn't have a a really thriving theater program. And hopefully it can get back to that when the world (laughs) figures itself out. But um, I really, I'm just blessed that I had that opportunity and that I was able to I, I told my students this same story that I'm telling you, how I felt there was something more, and I was very nervous to tell them that. You know, I was like, "Will they get? Will they get it?" But they were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you're following your dreams. You're inspiring me to follow my dreams." And I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> so we we have to tell our story, no matter how strange and weird and crazy it is. I think that's something theater kind of teaches us as well.
0: Absolutely, and I'm having like a full circle moment, and I've actually got little goosebumps at the moment because it's like that I feel like performing is walnutting because you're just like I don't know you have to overcome this weird moment of like I'm embarrassed Mm -hmm. or I'm nervous and then just full out like let all your worries go and perform if that kind of makes sense like for example I have quite I don't have the best memory so one of my biggest fears when I was performing was always oh shit I hope I don't forget my lines (laughs) or I hope I don't mess this up and then someone's not going to be able to prompt me or something like that and you really have to overcome that imposter syndrome nerves and being embarrassed to express yourself all at the same time
1: yeah yeah. And that's something I loved that moment in drama class. My drama one class was always like that moment where they'd be so, so scared and they were so worried about what everyone else was thinking. And and that moment they broke through that fear and just loved what they were doing and enjoyed the moment and didn't worry about if they were going to remember the next line. It just kind of flowed and that they'd come to me and they'd be like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. And I'm like, yes, it is fun. It is fun to let go of all the crap in your mind and just have fun and I think that's incredible like just have that moment of trust with yourself and I think in business and and everything that I do now like you have to you have to take some risks you have to go for it you have to like put the fears aside and just say this is what I love to do and I'm doing it because I love it and go for it even if it's scary and that's so (laughs) it's so resonating with like theater because I remember telling my students channel that nervousness you have, you have that nervous in your in your stomach like that's good it means you care it means you love it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it means that it means something to you now channel that energy for good for into your performance instead of letting it hold you back um so that was a really awesome moment I think I, I still do that every day channel that nervous energy mm-hmm. into something magical rather than letting it stop me Oh, I think it's I have full goosebumps I'm
0: just having a really nice nostalgic moment now actually (laughs) yeah it's so good I was thinking that's exactly what what you've kind of done now right you've you've gone oh I'm just gonna channel this like what am I doing I'm gonna go work for myself and be an entrepreneur and I'm just gonna go for it and do you have like a um, tangible way that you kind of you said that you do this sort of every day is there a specific practice that you that you do to help you with feeling the nerves or feeling the imposter syndrome and
1: things like that yeah so I do struggle with some anxiety and those things can come up Mm -hmm. um but sometimes yeah it's just general nerves and I'm obviously gotten very good at being on video and being comfortable like on screen performing that's something I always um I've gotten used to. But when I do something new, like host a masterclass or do a program call for the first time or, um, be on someone's podcast or even interviewing someone new, like there's always this little moment of like, Oh my, Oh my gosh, like this is my life. (laughs) And like, I think for me, like before those moments, even just really taking some time to calm myself down and get myself connected to like, a higher power a higher uh, like the universe i talk about a lot like i um i really believe in meditation so i do that a lot and at first for years and years i was just doing it to calm my anxiety mm-hmm. and recently i was like um kind of introduced it into it in a different way to really connect with my soul and like kind of clear the mind but see what my soul was saying to me mm-hmm. and that's a bit the biggest thing i feel is helping me so far especially with this journey of being newly um on my own, really on my own. And every day is kind of like, what do I do today? We'll see, you know, and, and really just tuning back into that part and being like, what do I really want to do? What is my soul telling me I need to do? What is nudging me in the right direction? Because that gives me a sense of trust within myself that, that the steps I'm taking those little breadcrumb steps are the right inspired things they're not just something I thought I should do which I was living in that should energy for a long time even in the beginning of my business I was I didn't trust myself so I think just relaxing back into that trust with myself helps with that little bit of nerves and then also just reminding myself that that means I care about it so deeply and that is that's the reason I quit my job is the reason I'm doing all of this. And there's women out there that need to hear what I have to say. So it's all like worth it. And it's all, it all means good things. I don't think nerves ever can, should ever mean really bad things unless it's like fight or flight. But like, yeah, I really just the trust within myself, like strengthening that muscle every single day um, has helped with those little anxieties that come up.
0: Yeah. And I re- I heard, see, again, this is my memory. I don't know where I heard this, but um, nervousness and excitement are actually, they trigger the same, um, not emotions, but they trigger the same like sensations in our body. Mm-hmm. So I really like how you kind of flip that a little bit. And in terms of like the anxiety stuff has, have you found that um, that's uh, kind of not dissipated, but is that getting a little bit more controllable now that you have these um,
1: processes in place? Oh, definitely. And I think just having more freedom in my life has helped a lot too. I don't feel trapped. um, And like I would be sometimes in a nine to five when I felt like I really don't want to be doing this right now, but I have to, because if this is on the schedule, this is how it works. And this is what I need to do next. You know, Mm -hmm. I really feel a lot more freedom. So if I need to take a little nap, if I need to take a breather, if I need to go meditate, if I need to go take a bath, like I can go do that. And that helps a lot with just regulating my like emotions, emotional authority in human design as well. And like things like that. And, and, um, any anxiety or nervousness or restlessness in my body. um, it's helpful just to have these coping mechanisms. And I think that's so important um, just on a larger, larger scale that anyone that struggles with anxiety, they're not diagnosed. I'm not diagnosed, but I just, you know, I have a little bit of it. Sure. Um, having coping mechanisms, like figure out what, like, what works for you. Breathing yoga. I do yoga every day. It calms my whole body and like walking outside nature. There's so many things that are just little tiny tweaks in our day that can help with those tremendously the feelings of anxiety so it's just about learning to help yourself and learning to lean into those things that really work for you
0: yes I I love that I'd love to talk a little bit more about this because I know that um the audience the walnuts who are listening we have discussed anxiety quite a bit because it's I feel like it is such a common thing now Particularly undiagnosed, like you say, um, just because life is so busy with social media, with TV, with there's so much going on all at once, it's hard to sort of take a step back sometimes. And um for a walnut who was listening, Sabrina, would you have any um advice on say they are a nine to five worker and are struggling with just finding a moment? Um, is there anything that you would suggest?
1: Yes. And this was something I really had to work with myself on and I helped other people work on as well. When I was in my nine to five, like you don't feel like you have a moment to yourself sometimes. And as a teacher, I really didn't feel like I had a moment to myself hardly ever. And even in between classes, there's some kid that wants to talk to you or something that's taking your attention away or some little task you have to get done really fast before the next class starts. And um, something I would do even in the moment, Like when I would get, my anxiety would flare, I would feel like a rush of just emotion or I'd feel anger or whatever it was. Um, I would just take some time just to take like three deep breaths, like wherever I was doing, if I was at a computer in my classroom, or if I was in the theater, like, directing at that point, just take three deep breaths. And I think you can take a time for that. You don't have to go anywhere else. Mm -hmm. You can do it right there, wherever you are. And I think it helps so much just to tune into your body and really be like, I am present here, like getting in touch with other things besides what's going on in your mind. And a lot of things I was do too. I love writing. I'm a writer and it just helps me so much to write out my feelings. And I couldn't always journal a ton in in any of those moments, but sometimes I would just take a little sticky note and I would write like an affirmation or something that would help me like bring peace to me. And I think it was Gabby Bernstein's book or something I was reading, The Universe Has Your Back. And she was talking about this prayer, just like, I recognize that I'm out of alignment. Please bring me back to peace. It was something like that. Mm. It was like this really quick thing I could write on a piece of paper. And the kids just thought I was probably writing a note or something like that. It doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to write this right now because it just brought me so much peace to just at least just write it out, even if I could or say it in my mind or something like that. Just really coming back to that sense of peace, knowing that you have a choice to to indulge these emotions or not, to let it go out of control or not. You have the choice and you have the peace within you all the time. So you can tune into that feeling. Um, That was so helpful. And a lot of times when I would call a coach, just crying be like, I can't do it. I don't want to be here anymore. They would remind me of that piece. And I was like, oh yeah, I have it. Just little steps, little, every day is a new day. And for me, it was helpful to have the, the thought that I knew that it was going to be over soon. Not everyone has that luxury, but they can find something in their day that brings them joy or in the next moment that they're like, oh my gosh, yes, I can't wait to do that. It's a breath of fresh air. It's a breath of energy. And it's just something to remind them that they have that piece and they, it's not all about this other thing. This other thing does have to take over their mind. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's, um, yeah, again, it's like removing that giant snowball effect and just taking it right back to something as simple as taking a big breath, or mm-hmm. I really like the writing down the little note thing so no one can see what what you're writing and it looks like you're just being a busy little bee but you're actually just working on yourself I think that's such a beautiful little thing that um that people can implement in their lives for sure um in terms of um in terms of authenticity just going back to that and what you teach why do you think being
1: authentic is important I This is something I I had to come at turns with too. Like we can get so caught up in definitions and identities that we sort of lose ourselves in them. I got lost in the identity of being a teacher and that was who I identified as. And it's almost like I couldn't turn it off. I would come home and I would still be in this teacher mindset. And my husband would be like, you know, we're always talking about school. We're always crazy, like, you know, gushing about school stuff and I was just like yeah it's hard to turn it off it's hard to not identify with this and I feel like people have this with being a mom they have this with being a wife with maybe even just whatever their job is or maybe they're taking care of a parent so they're a caregiver or something like that they have we we cling on to these identities because it's almost like a safety but when we separate ourselves from that who are we really like like who are you you're not what you do you're not like this role you've been placed in or or put yourself in you are you and when we kind of strip away all of these labels we if we don't know the answer we don't know who we are really I think that's just such uh it's it's really miserable and it's almost it feels really lost and I felt that way too um even just coming out of the job and like this whole like whoa, who am I really? Who is Sabrina? And mm. now that I don't have this thing to hold on to, and I was like, okay, now I have to really get a, get back to myself. And what made business more fun was when I decided to show up and just be completely myself. Like I wouldn't agonized about what to put on an Instagram story because it was just like, well, what am I doing today? I'm just going to say that. And just kind of getting out of my head and into my heart and being like, what do I feel like doing next? And that is a big thing with me being emotional authority. I have to follow what feels good. I think with anybody too, like it's so important to be like, what do you want to do? and what, what really lights you up? And maybe it's something unexpected. Maybe you have to try a bunch of things to figure out what is really feels good. and feels like you. Maybe there's some things you feel like, oh yeah, there's definitely army, but I've forgotten about them or haven't done them in a long time or that, you know, like I haven't taken that time to connect with myself. So being authentic, I think is, it's something that comes with time and in fact you have to strip back all the layers of what you're not to get at who you really are and that's why i this journey it's it really is a journey um it's something i'm committed to and something that i'm helping other people with because it's been such a blessing and such it makes life so much more freeing and like it's easy (laughs) it's just easy easy and effortless to do what you to, to manifest what you want in life because you're just being yourself and it's, doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like something you have to do. It just feels like fun. And that's the best feeling in the world.
0: Oh, I love it. Yes. And I can, I mean, I'm still on my little journey, but I totally resonate with that. I don't know. I feel like I woke up one day and I, and I, with that lost feeling that you were talking about, like who the heck am I and what? And I was kind of reflect, reflecting back on things I had done and why I had done them and why I had acted that way and, um, you know, led to lots of people pleasing and feeling like a doormat. And it sounds all really negative. It, it wasn't really. I had quite a wonderful um, past and I have wonderful memories, but I. I wasn't being me, if that kind of makes sense. And so yeah. now it is part of that shedding and just figuring that out. And I feel like that's kind of like a journey in itself of um, like, oh, what am I going to figure out about myself next? Sort of like being an yeah. investigator to,
1: um, yeah, the breadcrumbs, what's going to pop up sort of thing. And there's lots of opinions that'll be thrown at you all the time. I know that I was told like so much of my life, who I was, like my parents were like, you'd be such a great manager of people. Well, look, I went into being a teacher, managing people and like things like that. Like I, like people tell you what you should be and not a bad way, but they're just like recognizing things in you, which may or may not be true. Yeah. But they might be not your sole purpose or your sole path. It just like things people think you'd be good at. And I think sometimes we put too much like stock in that. Um, and we, we forget to, to really tune into what we want and what we want, who we, we are. And, um, cause we think, oh, I'm good at this. This must be the path. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's such a, it's a worldly, like societal thing that's mm-hmm. like, well, what are you good at? You should teach that. I think that's not, that's not what I want to do anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to help people do what they're good at. I want to help them do what they want to do, like in their soul. Um, and that's such a different perspective, but I think it's, it's the right way. It's, yeah. it's, more fun <laughs> Yeah, definitely.
0: And I feel like you are a really good um leader of that, of following your what you what you feel like doing and going inward rather than looking externally for things. And you the way that you've talked about it today, Sabrina, it seems like it's um it's just simplifying it and, and taking it taking it right back to like the first ever layer, which is like what do I feel like doing today? Or yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. I, I
1: think you're a really inspiring leader for sure. Thank you so much. It's this, it's this trust. I think pe- this trust with ourselves. we don't trust ourselves to want to do what is right for us. We trust, we think, oh, if I t- ask myself, what I'm going to, what do I feel like doing today? I'm going to say, I want to sit on the couch and eat ice cream, watch Netflix all day and not get anything done. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have that gut instinct. Well, I can't trust myself. I just probably want to just slack off. Well, no, that's your perception of what you'd want. And maybe that's what you like want for a second, but you don't have to do that all day. (laughs) And, and it can be, you can be like, okay, no, like what do I really want to do? What feels really exciting and fun for me right now? Obviously you want big dreams. You have big dreams or you wouldn't, you know, I mean, I think every human has big dreams. They just don't always want to admit it to themselves, but like you, we want, we actually can trust ourselves to lead us in the right way and the right inspired action. It's just developing that muscle, that trust muscle with ourselves um, which is something I'm working on (laughs) every day. And Mm -hmm. like, I'm so inspired to help women do the same because it's so much it's so much easier than relying on your what your mind thinks, what you've heard someone do, what you've seen someone do, because that's not going to work for you, and that's going to feel miserable, and like copycatting, and we don't like we don't want that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh pro progress, not perfection, is what my yeah. old team leader used to say. Like, it's the it's the journey, not someone else's end result. It's your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Um. Well, if the walnuts are just feeling like I'm feeling and just totally inspired and enjoying your vibes and just want to get some more, where can we find you?
1: Yeah. um, So I'm on Instagram at Sabrina Heche. That's H-A-E-S-C-H-E. It's a German name. Um, And then I'm also on Facebook, same name. And I also have a, a Facebook group called Simply Sensational
0: beautiful and you're you've got a podcast too right simply yes yeah I do
1: have a podcast called simply sensational as well so you can look that up
0: lovely and I'm I'm German
1: too oh yay (laughs) I'm not well I am kind of German yeah Uh, i married into the name Heishi but I am German Ukrainian Puerto Rican a bunch of things (laughs) oh my gosh I love it we have so much in common
0: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) love it so Sabrina, my my final um question for you, which I ask everybody who um visits us on Walnut
1: Wednesday, is what does being a walnut mean to you? Being a walnut, and I was thinking about this because I was like, I don't exactly I don't know exactly what a walnut is, but I think it means like bravery and mm-hmm. courage. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Um I think being a walnut is just like you said, you you touched on those breadcrumbs, those next steps following and actually taking those little leaps and taking those little jumps towards your desires. That's being brave because I think so much of the time it doesn't make sense on a logical scale and we can get so caught up in that. And I find myself still like falling back into thoughts of, oh my gosh, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? And, um, it's, choosing to put those thoughts aside and saying i know there's something bigger out there for me and this is the next little step this is the next little step this is the next right step for me and just following those soul nudges of and going after what you want um being brave in the little moments adds up and means big brave bold amazing crazy out of this world things are going to happen for you but it does take those small little brave leaps and messaging someone that you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what what's happening or um, investing in yourself or doing a creative project like a podcast or um, an art show or something like that, whatever it might be, just like that next little step of just putting yourself out there, putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and trusting that you're going to be caught. You're not going to fall.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so... That is a very delicious description of being a Walnut. I love that, Sabrina. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> yeah, This is so fun. And Jordi always says, um, small bites will eat an elephant, which I love. It is like, it is about, Following the tiny little things. And yeah, like I said earlier, you just demonstrate that so well and you're so inspiring. Uh, is is there anything else just before we finish up that that you want to share with or something that you think um, one of the walnuts might need
1: to hear right now? I just think find ways to be brave. If you feel stuck in your life, if you feel stuck in your path, if you feel like this is not where I'm meant to be, but this is where I am right now, find little spots to kind of expand yourself and just be brave and do something out of the norm, something that lights you up. One little moment of your day, whether it's your morning routine or like a weekly (laughs) class or something, like find something that really makes your soul like set on fire. And those little moments can add up and don't give up. Just don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams.
0: Oh, that is so, so, so beautiful. Thank you. And Walnut, thank you so much for listening and for your time. And if you enjoyed this episode, please um, screenshot and share and tag Sabrina and I on on your socials or and let us know what you enjoyed. Um, and Sabrina, thank you so much for um, popping in on Walnut Wednesday. We really appreciate it. And I just have had a really, I could I feel like I could keep asking you questions for like hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, thank you so much for having me. This has such been a fun conversation. Fun to connect about theater and all of these things mm-hmm. just lights me up. But I'm so glad you have this space for your audience to really just enjoy these little delicious amazing bites of awesome bravery and walnuts. I love it so much.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and I will talk to you all very soon. Bye. <music>